Good morning, fellow journeyers on the path to meaning. Your friend, and I sincerely mean that, uh, skip here, 4.27 a.m. Uh, on the 5th of April, 2022, I have my uh, trusty dog next to me, my cat, wandering around. It is a typical Typical morning in in, uh, in my house as I prepare to go off to work. Uh, a lot, uh, a lot of good energy right now going around. Uh, at least in my uh, life, uh, preparing to graduate from college. Uh, just. We're busy, life is happening, but there are good transitions. Uh, my kids who are still in school are looking forward to school ending. And not too much further, a couple months, if that. Uh, I got a kid in track, got a kid in tennis. So there's just a, a lot going on. Uh, but it's good. It's good because it's it's what life is. And we find meaning in, in, we should find some meaning in everyday simple life. So uh, I want to talk about a topic that uh, has kind of been in my brain for a few days. And, and typically when these concepts come and, and they sort of dig in like this one has, it means that I need to talk about it. It means that it needs to be addressed uh, however, uh, this one may hit home. It should hit home with all of us. Because I want to talk about uh, what we present to the world. Now, when I talk about this, I, I don't want us to feel bad about how we present ourselves in reality. And I'll, I'll say more about that here in a second. Because we all present something. But I want to talk about where the need to present something comes from, what that is, and how it reflects the falsities of what we've learned as people. Uh, so I guess I'll begin with a question. You know, what, what do you want the world to see when you show yourself to the world? You know, there's the you that is alone with your thoughts that probably no one else really knows all of them. Then there's the you with the people you're intimate with, uh, spouse, family, friends. And then there's the you that you want the world to see. And each one of these persona, each one of these beings can be different. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I'm not phony. I'm the same by myself as I am in public. I think we believe that. But I also think we have learned a lot about how to function in the false reality, far more than we realize. You'll hear my cat eating in the background, forgive me. Uh, we have all learned to survive, to 
be different people at different times in order to get through <coughs> what we need to get through. And I don't think anyone, I, I don't think a lot of people, I don't, let me, how do I want to say this? Very few people are intentionally two-faced or three-faced or four-faced. But I think in some way we sort of all are. That we all have these different masks that we project in the world. And not only true in the wider world, but true with the intimate relationships often. And even to some degree, true with with who we are, especially people who are not aware of the fact that we live out of a false reality. They, they pretend. There's a lot of pretending, a lot of presenting, a lot of posturing, a lot of uh, sort of survival skills that go on with how we present ourselves to ourselves into the world often. Let me tell you a story. Uh, I had a person very close to me. doesn't matter the relationship, but someone who has passed away now. And, and probably had several people this way, so maybe this is a, a story of several people packed into one here. But this person would obviously act different in front of people than they did by themselves. Uh, there was a almost automatic putting on of a different person. And uh, this would happen often. In public, there was a different tone to this person's voice, a different way in which uh, they held their body language a different way in which they presented themselves. The minute, the second, that they weren't out in public but were uh, with the people who knew them, they were something different. And I always thought this was a very strange thing. Uh, this person did not have a lot of depth spiritually. I don't know as if I ever had a real conversation and I was pretty close to this person. Uh, but I don't know if we ever had a real conversation about authentic spirituality or religion or philosophy. It was all very much, here's what you have to do to survive. Uh, there was a lot of BS. <laughs> involved a lot of presenting oneself to manipulate the other involved a lot of of real uh vacuous sort of language uh a sort of kindness that would happen but only to meet uh, the person who is being kind only to meet their needs only to meet their end now, I'm not judging this person. I'm saying that that's what the world teaches us. And often the masks, the persona that we put on is a very sort of shallow representation of ourselves because we have learned to do that 
to survive. We have learned to pretend to be things to survive. We don't learn authenticity. We don't learn consistency. We don't learn to be ourselves, and therefore we're not ourselves when we're alone, and we're not ourselves when we're with other people. Now, the question becomes for us, what do we do with this, right? Because all of us have learned this to some degree. And it's just a fact, and and I'm not insulting anyone. I'm naming myself in this also, that we have learned to keep our jobs by behaving a certain way, to raise our kids by being a certain way, to present ourselves in public in a certain way, Uh, our behavior at public events, uh, our behavior uh, to, to just get through everyday life. We've learned these survival skills. And the question becomes, for me, for you, for everyone, what does it mean to be authentic? What would it have meant for my, the person I was talking about to be authentic, to be consistent? And so we have to begin to work consciously on living out of consistent ways of being that reflect who we really are. So the first thing we have to do is realize that we all have personality traits, you know. Some of us may like chicken, some of us may not. Some of us may jog, some of us may not. Some of us may play an instrument. Some, I mean, we all have different ways of being, and that's okay. But what ways, despite the differences that we have from one another... What ways can we live that are consistent with what it really means to be human? And I think that's the first step in really being uh, consistent with who we are alone to who we are in the world. And I think that's important. I think spiritually it's very vital for us to be as much as possible the same person because there's an authenticity to that. And maybe you know someone who does that. And I promise you, uh, if they are grounded in a sense of love, caring, compassion, empathy, and kindness for themselves and for others, you, you're, you, you like being around that person. I guarantee it. Now, we can be consistently a jerk, Right? We can be a jerk alone and a jerk in public. There's a a lot of that in the world. No one wants to be around that person. No one wants to be intimate uh, in any way possible with that person. No one wants to hang around with that person. What attracts us is authenticity. It is a consistency in all that we do that is based in, in that love, in that sort of depth of character that knows the deeper truth of life. And although I cared very much for the person I talked about in my story, uh, this person never found that. They left this earth almost 20 years ago, never having found a real depth of love for themselves or for others. 
that they went through their many years of life uh, very shallowly, very, uh, very much uh, in a survival mode to get what they needed. I don't judge this person because I think that's typically how most human beings go through the world until they come to their deathbed or they come up against something that's bigger than themselves and that ego cracks. Sometimes the ego doesn't crack. Some people, uh, you know, there's a saying in 12 step in, in Narcotics Anonymous, I believe it was, where, where you do the readings at the beginning of the meeting and there's a, there's a reading in there that says there are just some people who will never get the spiritual principles of recovery. And this is unfortunate. And I think it's true of all people that there are just some people who are so deeply programmed. There are many people who are so deeply, deeply, deeply programmed that they'll not ever understand any depth. They have become the pretend. They have become the mask. They have become what they needed to be, uh, what they were taught to be in this world to survive. <clears throat> but if you're listening to this, my guess is that you're ready for something deeper, something more rich, something more... <coughs> Excuse me, I get a drink here. We're in April and the grass is budding, the trees are budding, everything's growing. My youngest son wanted to know why his allergies were acting up. I, I told him to look around. <laughs> Mine are too. So you see, folks, when I say that authenticity is important, that's what I mean. And just as a reminder, I'm convinced what it means to be authentically human is to be a person whose being is grounded in love and kindness and the capacity for empathy and the capacity for sympathy and the capacity for gratitude, uh, for uh, openness, for pragmatic thinking. Uh, To be authentic is to, to be a person who may judge others, but we know that it's wrong. Who may judge ourselves, but we know that it's wrong. And so what the world needs is for you and me and and every person that has the capacity to hear this, to, to be authentic, to be an authentic, loving, generous, gracious, hopeful, empathetic, forgiving, genuine person genuine human not to be these pretend things not to be one thing at one place and one thing in another but to be loving throughout all of life I think I know uh, well let me say it this way I think you know what I'm saying that we pretend to be certain things at certain times to do certain things, and 
often we lose ourselves in that pretending. There you have it, my friends. I hope that this was helpful, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.